Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, you got to pay to play, or so they say. Now, before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics can be random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world. Now, tonight we are discussing sex, money, and relationships, and Bruce Jenner. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. 
T2Q radio show number 467 starts right after this word from Truth Devour. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com My thanks to truthdevour.com for being the official sponsor of the Talk to Q radio show tonight. Okay, and tonight we are discussing, essentially we're discussing relationships, but with the twist, not just your everyday relationships. Let's let's say that you've been in a relationship for almost a year. You and your partner have been sexually active for more than half that time period. Does that entitle you to certain expectation when it comes to finances? And all of this came about um, when there was a video that was played, um, one of my Facebook friends, one of the spices of life, uh, Dr. Fab posted on her page um, a video of a young lady who talked about um, that women aren't down for guys who, you know, aren't bringing any funds to the table. And I, I'll let you listen to the to the audio. Now, the audio is not the best quality, but here's what was played in the videos, a little less than two minutes. So take a listen. So I'm trying to see who told y'all broke niggas that you get a pass for having good dick. Nigga, you don't get no pass for that. Like, that shit went out with Jabos and name belts. Like, you don't get no pass for that. Like, only bitches that you get a pass for that is bitches with low self-esteem. Because it's real bitches. Like, you got to come with them funds. Nigga, where your funds at? Do y'all the main ones always talking about, oh, that's it? That's all you want? Oh, you good. I got you. You straight. But then when a bitch go to asking for stuff, you like, look, we ain't been together that long. What you going to do for me? What you bringing to the table? Bitch, what table? Your mama table? Your baby mama table? Like, I ain't bringing shit to your baby mama or your mammy table. Bitch, what did you bring to the table that I bought? Fuck you mean? Like, y'all think I get a pass because you're cute and you did good? No. No, nigga, what them coins at? Like, that shit don't, that shit don't go like that no more. Like, I don't know who telling y'all nigga that shit, but it's 2015, bitch, you gotta come with them coins. Ain't nobody finna be no side bitch for free. Ain't nobody finna be no little boo-boo for free. Like, that ain't how that work no more. It don't. I can pay my own bills, but bitch, if you see my nail chip need a feeling, you need to get it fixed. Or don't look at my motherfucking hands. Matter of fact, we gonna FaceTime. That way you don't see shit. But, mm-hmm. Like, cause it just occurred to me that some of these niggas think that they get a pass for having good deeds. No. Mm-mm. You know how many niggas out here got good dick with a job? Better get your broke ass up. All right. And that video was the shot heard around Facebook that started an interesting discussion 
on Dr. Fab's page. She well, she always has a bunch of interesting discussions. I can barely keep up. And so that's something we're going to discuss this evening, and I decided to bring on a guest to help me discuss it. Now, she's one of my Facebook friends. Uh, she's also a show hostess here on Blog Talk Radio. From the ATL, please welcome for the first time Sherry from the Priceless Minds show. Sherry, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you doing? I am doing well. And before we get started, tell everyone a little bit about the Priceless Minds show. The Process Mind Show has been going for almost about a year and a half, <clears throat> and it started based on some clinical research and clinical um, career moves I was making um, during my last year in graduate school. So I decided to create and develop and bring in the Prices Minds name, and I got it registered with the Secretary of State Business License, so it's official business, but I also brought it to the Block Talk Radio Show as the Prices Mind Show. And we talk about relationships. We talk about a lot of clinical things um, like depression and it affects on relationships and things like that. So we bring a, a, a whole social environment perspective to relationships, branching out and touching different areas of relationship problems or roadblocks that persist, present itself in relationships. So it's a pretty interesting forum that we have. And we air every first and third Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on to mix it up with my my, my show legends, and I want to welcome a couple of them who have dialed in already um, to the 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit is Crystal. Crystal, how are you? I'm fine, Q. How are you? I am doing great. Hey, Hey, how are you? Great. And to the 732 area code, I go the Garden State of New Jersey to welcome on Ray. Ray, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Q? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I have a call in, another call in the ATL. I'll get to you in just a moment. So, Sherry, I'll start with you. Of course, um, I know you've watched the video and everything, and just to get your immediate take on it, I mean, does being in a sexually active relationship Entitle you to expect money or gifts from your mate, you know, from your mate if it's needed or wanted. No, I was going to say if you're into prostitution, yes, but no, no, that doesn't <laughs> entitle. I don't expect anybody that I'm dating to take on my financial burdens or issues because we're having sex. That's not their responsibility, and it shouldn't be expected. Okay. You said not their responsibility shouldn't be respect expected. So, um, I mean, but we kind of have a maybe subconsciously a pay-to-play type of mentality in society, and some would argue more so with black society. But, I mean, I, I think it kind of happens across the board a little bit. Um, so, I mean, if you're in a relationship, you don't have access to – I mean, there's limited items I guess you have access to. I mean, you can get a person's body, but they can't help you with anything. That's what you're saying? Or are you saying the expectation of it is what the problem is? The expectation. Like, if I date a guy who makes six figures, I don't expect him, oh, he got money, so when we have sex, I'm expecting something from him. Now, if I'm in a bind and I speak of it or bring it to his attention and he helps me, 
That's different. But it's not because we're in a sexual relationship. It's because we're in a relationship. And in a relationship, it's give and take. It's, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. If you're moving towards a, a level of monogamy or just, you know, we're just going to be together. But if you're just out here flying around with different people and having sex and you expect money from them, that's a different relationship. That's not a relationship. That's a that's a hookup. That's a something to do. That's an STD. So that's how... The, the, how people play on words and how they use words and how the context of the words they use in, to describe something is very different. It's important to pay attention to those because that will give off the impression of a gold digger or she out here prostituting herself off, not literally doing the act of prostituting, but living the right. life of a prostitute pretty much. Okay, okay. And now, Crystal, I'll go to you on Twitter. Um you disagree. You said it does entitle you to expect money from a mate. Well, you know, um, <laughs> I think that, you know, the word entitlement is a, is a wrong kind of word, actually, to use. But I would say that, you know, if you're in a relationship, so I kind of believe, uh, agree with Cherry, but if you're in a relationship um, or we're having sex, whatever the situation is, and I am needing something, or you're you're in my home, or we're talking, we're having conversation, we're together, and you pretty much know what's going on or what you know what's coming up. And first of all, a if you don't offer, you know, uh-huh. um, you know, that's a scenario that doesn't really occur with me anymore. But when I was younger, you know, sometimes a scenario where you have your kids and you come in a house and you realize, hmm, well, ain't nobody eating. So uh, let me go get some pizza. <laughs> you know, I mean, let me do something. Let me, um, or if you know I'm in the bind before you come over or whatever, how about bringing some groceries? You know, I just thought I'd bring, you know, bring you something, some staples for the house, you know. Uh, but if you don't do that on, on just on your own mind, and then I have to actually ask you, okay, that's strike number two. But if I have to ask you, and, um, you know, you're like, well, you know, you, you're dancing around it or you're all hard up or whatever. In other words, I don't get it. And guess what? You don't get it. You know, I don't actually, I don't say it, but it's like, you know, I'm pretty much done. Are, are we talking because relationship or a relationship or are we talking just sex? I don't care what it is. I don't care what okay, it is. Either one. Okay, either one. Okay. If it's just me having sex with you and I see you once every few blue moons just for sex, then, you know, I'm not talking to you like that anyway. But, okay. if, yeah, we're in a relationship, then, yeah, that's a, this is a different story. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. Ray, what's your opinion on it from a man's point of view? <laughs> well, you know, I agree with the first young lady. Um, see, the thing is, and what a lot of these black females don't don't understand is, They're looking for a short term instead of long term. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're supposed to be an adult. You're supposed to take care of yourself, and you're supposed to manage your own finances. So when you're dating somebody, you know, okay, it's supposed to be you come to my place, I come to yours. Not well. You know I got light bill, dude. You know I got kids. You know I need food and the refrigerator and all this. Listen. 
you my girl, you ain't my wife. Or, you know, you somebody I'm kicking it with. And it's very irresponsible for you to ask people for money when you can get out there and work for yourself. And, yeah, everybody gets back getting a buy once in a while or things can happen. If things happen and you are a responsible adult and you're dealing with a responsible adult, they shouldn't mind giving you a hand due to no fault of your own, not you sleeping late, not you calling out too much on the job and all this and that. And you do uh-huh. the job and something happens, then they should help you any way that they can. But the expectation that, oh, okay, I'm looking at your car, I'm looking at the shoes you got on your feet, or, you know, you look like you got a little something, you're going to have to contribute. That's the wrong attitude. And that's where a lot of these women are single now to this day because a lot of other females, other nationalities, don't treat guys like that. And that's just the truth. You know, I ain't got to come out with a lot of profanity and everything tonight. I'm just telling you like it is. Okay. And Sherry, so, um, I mean, you, you've heard both of their perspectives. Is there anything you want to add to to that? I mean, um, Crystal said that she does have some expectations. And Ray even Ray even alluded to that, that there's nothing wrong with helping. It's just maybe it shouldn't be expected. I absolutely do. I um I did a I guess you can say say a self survey, not of myself but just of people that I know <clears throat> who would have that mentality and who did not have that mentality during our college years, our early twenty years. And just the females that I know, these are my own personal statistics now. This is nothing USA, nothing in ASW, nothing written anywhere. This is my collection of the people in my circle that I know or that I've met. Those women who spoke of the gold digger terms, yeah, he got to have some money, like the woman, a young lady in the, um, in the video. Uh-huh. Most of those women don't have a father or a positive male role model in their lives because if they did, just knowing that man is looking at them, they would not go out and disrespect themselves like that or sell themselves short in the streets like that, knowing there's a possibility you can get back to that person or to that father or uncle or grandfather. And the ones who didn't either had, you know, a male figure in their life or a, a, a father that they respected enough not to spread themselves out there like that to gain that kind of attention from a man who will pay for sex or pay to get nails done. And so that's what bothered me to get my nails done. If I'm going to ask a man for some money, it's not going to be for my nails and hair. That's a luxury. That's not his responsibility. <laughs> I mean, nothing is really, but it's going to be something meaningful, a light bill, car note, something, not just, hey, my nails are chipped. Can you fix it for me? So you got to okay. look at the, the human behavior and the social environment of these women who have that kind of mind frame and what they where they came from. And it's not really their fault. It's just that they maybe lost that respect of the male figure because of his absence in their life. So everybody got to pay now. Okay. That's an interesting perspective, an interesting way to look at it. 
All right, let me go to back to the ATL. I have two callers, one from the 404 and one from the 678, and I believe both of them are a package deal. This is Dr. Fab and Boss Lady. Hello, Q. Hello, Sherry. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Q. Uh, how's it going? Two-thirds of the spices of life given the call. And... Uh, Dr. Fab, I'll start with you. I mean, this was uh, something that you posted that um, it came about to my attention. And, I mean, I guess as a woman, would you refuse sex to your boyfriend if he refused to give you money for something that you needed or wanted? If so, then why? First of all, thank you for um, having me on your show. And um, I'm going to get right to it. I wouldn't I wouldn't even be in that situation. Okay, that's your answer? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not dating. Straight to the point. So, so, we're, so yeah. we're not answering I mean, the answer question. We're just not going to be in the situation? I mean, can you elaborate no, I'm a little not bit? In that, I, I've never been in that situation. I don't date men that can't do shit for me. And I because I can do shit for them and they can do shit for me. So uh-huh. I've never been in that situation, so that's where I'm speaking from. And as far as the video, video was originally um, tagged to the boss lady from Big Daddy Airs, who is also not present, and he is the third party to the Spices of Life blog talk uh-huh. radio show. And the video to me was was a young lady speaking um, about to me what she referenced hearing women who talk about all of the good dick they've had and they didn't have any toilet tissue to wipe their ass afterwards or no toothpaste to brush their teeth out of their been sucking dick, whatever. Um, she she was really telling them sorts of women who circumvent in that type of environment that are you really serious, man, you know, because um, the women had been telling her about the good dick. So she was speaking to me saying, do men with a good dick think that that's all they can bring to the table? So that's how I interpret it. So she was really educating women, and she was really telling out men who think that good dick is all they have to bring to the table, saying that that's not enough. And me, I can only speak for me, at a very young age, I was introduced to not circumventing that arena. I had a man who told me if some a man comes to your house and you don't have any paper towels or toilet tissue, you need to put that motherfucker out if he ain't trying to buy no toilet tissue or paper towels. <laughs> and that's just and that's just what I know. But uh-huh. I'm not I'm not looking for anybody to buy toilet tissue or paper towels. I don't even I am a single divorced woman. I don't even have men come to my house. I meet men out. But if I did, you know, um, there's something 
you would have to bring to the table. And I am going to be honest. This is Dr. Fab speaking. You know, I have been labeled a gold digger. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind that title because if you don't have shit, I don't want you. Because I got shit, and I can help you just as well as you can help me. So that's how Dr. Fab, that's what Dr. Fab stands. Okay. All right. And Boss Lady, you co-sign with that, or you have a different span? <laughs> Um, pretty much, I co-sign with it. I think that where we, where sometimes women and men like get confused is that we use the wrong words, um, entitled and expect. I don't, I don't think that I'm entitled to anything, and I don't expect anything. I require certain things, and I, I was not like Dr. Fab. I didn't have a man to teach me that early on. So after being in a relationship with someone for a long period of time and not asking for nothing but giving and only asking if I need it because I did not want it to make it about the money. I really wanted it to be about us. Um, I ain't got shit to show for that today. So for me, that was a learning experience. I require, mm-hmm. I, re, I have standards for the boss lady, and I require certain things of the boss lady. So, hell no, I'm not going to get in a relationship or have sex, period, with somebody who does not have the same standards and who ain't bringing shit to the table but good dick. Now, I was messing around with somebody who had good dick, and that's all they was bringing to the table. So that's all it was. We ain't go out. We ain't talk on the phone. We we had, we did what we did, and that was it. You didn't watch my cable. You didn't burn my electricity. You didn't post up in my house. Because at the end of the day, when it was time to pay bills, I was struggling to pay my own damn bills at that point in my life. So if mm-hmm. I'm struggling to pay my bills and I'm giving up sex, but you can't bring nothing to the table but sex, that's all your ass is going to get is sex. So you can call it whatever you want to call it. I have requirements. And I get up and I go to work every day and I take care of the boss lady and I'm very well capable of helping somebody else. So I'm not, I don't choose to circumvent with people that can't help me on the same level that I can help them, at least. That's a minimum requirement. If you come to me and we having sex and a guy comes to me and say, you know, it's hard for me right now, whatever, okay, most popular. Child support hit me hard this morning. And he needs some help. If I'm in a position to help him financially, then I require that whoever I'm having sex with is going to be in a position to help me financially. Or we're not having sex at all. We could just be friends and leave it at that. But when you talk about being intimate with me and I got money in my pocket, you damn well better have some in yours. Okay, right. so you're saying it's it's a it's a tit for tat type of thing. Is Not I really tit for tat. You do for me. It's no, because word. I've done it's for people. Word. I've done for people who have who have not done for me. I've right. done. I, I have a long time friend who I fuck when I feel like it. Who ain't who does who does not do anything for me. We got that type of understanding. But I'm right. talking about being in a relationship. And right. talking about building something. If I can lay a brick, your ass need to be able to lay a brick too. Okay. That's okay. the only way we're gonna build anything. Okay. So it's, okay. it's not it's I, not a quick for tax. But but let me tell you something, Q. People can take shit how they want to because I'm uh-huh. fine with people having their pers- perspective and right. opinions and everything. So yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think I kinda follow. To me, you all 
perspective sounds a little different than the lady in the video. I mean, definitely sounds a lot more mature. But mm-hmm. let me go to the 601 area code to Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on Eminem. Eminem, what's happening? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right. Eminem, let me ask kind of the same question with a different spin. I mean, as a guy, would you refuse to give money to your girlfriend if she needed or wanted something if she refused to give you sex? Of course. I mean, hell yeah. I mean, because that shit, you know, if if you, uh, you know, you got to, you know, that's the re- reaping the benefits of the rewards. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, just like if, uh, if you put in 40 hours a week on somebody's job, you know, <laughs> biweekly or whatever, you're looking for that, you know, that, that, that check. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I look at it, you know. If, uh, okay. You know, if you want it, you got to give it. All right. And, and Sherry, I'll go back to you, and then we'll take a commercial break. And uh, uh, Sherry, I mean, just in, in your personal appear, uh, opinion and what you're hearing, I mean, how do you feel about just like what he said, if there's no sex, there's no money? Or how would you feel about if there's no money, there's no sex? I mean, is that the – how do you feel about that as far as an approach to a relationship? Um, let me see, where can I start? Um, like Dr. Fab said, you have to understand and know what situation you're getting into. So if you get in a situation that you know the dude that you're with or the female that you're, you're meeting works at mm, like Dollar Tree or something like that, you know, and you're working in corporate America, you know your incomes are not equal. So to get into that situation, you will be more in a helping situation. So you would try to, you will be expected to help that person because that person can always have problems or never measure up to where you are. So getting into a situation that you are not able to pan out in is the first issue. But everybody kind of said the same thing in different ways, um, different perspectives, kind of still all meshed into one bun. But it's just, like I said, different perspective, different people, different environments, different um, experiences bring about different ways of viewing it, but it's still the same process. It's still getting something by putting in something, however it comes. Whether it's we've been dating two years and you help me out when I need help now because you love me, that's one way. Or if we're going to be kicking it and that's all we're going to be doing, you're going to have to bring something to the table and I'll have to bring something. You know, it's all the same thing. It's just different. Okay. All right. Well, we'll take a quick commercial break to hear from one of my sponsors and we'll get right back into the discussion. Um, bring on a, an ad from New Legacy. Designing a home or business can be very enjoyable, but making sure that everything is just right in all aspects of the development, that takes time and expertise. At New Legacy, our team prides ourselves in knowing that we can meet or exceed our customers' expectations, whether it be a simple studio home design or an amazing dream mansion to your local business office or high-rise apartment complex. Either way, you become the most important member of our team. After all, this is your project, your design, your dream. Our style of construction allows us to do 90% of all applications at our location. When it's time to deliver your home, or business, we need very little space. With the least amount of environmental impact in the industry, you can be assured that almost all of the landscape that is in place can remain. Trees, 
creeks. Almost anything can be avoided. The use of our reach stacker for a local crane service will allow us to get into the hardest to reach spaces. New legacy, residential and commercial development and construction. We're more than just a builder. That's new legacy. G-N-U legacy.com. Hi, I'm Archie from the Virgin Islands, and you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right, and we're back. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Quite a few people holding, so we're going to have to make sure that we're efficient, I guess, with our responses and replies. And um, I want to go to the 732 area code and welcome on Amanda, who's dialed in. Amanda, how are you? I'm good, Q. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. And, okay, Sherry, let me go back to you and and ask this. So, all right, a necessity is one thing, and you kind of mentioned this earlier. A necessity is one thing when you have, you know, rent or a mortgage or a car note or groceries, something that's essential. Um, One of the things the lady mentioned in the video was her nails being chipped, you know, you know, getting her nails done. What do you think about that or maybe trips to the hair salon or clothes? Oh, wow. Let's see. There was a time when I was in grad school where I had a little month or two in a rut financially, and the guy I was dating would, and if I needed him to, which means mm-hmm. I would go to my father and say, Daddy, I got this problem. Can you help me fix it before I go to a man, first of all? So if I did need to go to him, it wasn't because, oh, I can't afford to get my weave, you know, redone or re-sewn in. Can you help me out? It's going to be, hey, I got this light bill that's, you know, going to be disconnected tomorrow or or that's due in five days or, you know, I need half of it from somebody. You know, can you help out? You know, I can pay you back when it comes. Of course, there was never expectation to pay back, but that's the difference between needing something as frivolous as a, a fill-in or a weave sewn in or, you know, a couple bundles of hair or something, especially if you have children. And that's a whole different discussion, too, because when children are involved, it's immediately a different relationship. But I'm hoping women with children is not out here soliciting or talking like that female is, meaning if this man don't pan out to, pay, to give her money so she's on to the next man, which means she's just trafficking these men around her children. That's a whole different mindset that a man should have if he's dating a woman with kids, that if she's asking me for something for the household, that's going to benefit the children. So if I care about her, I care about her children. So I'm not going to have uh-huh. them in the dark when I can help. She's not asking for nail money, hair money. She's asking for something that's going to help her children. So that's how I look at things in that perspective. Okay. And Amanda, I'll let you get into the discussion. Do you agree um, that is looked at a little differently when you're talking about a need as opposed to a want? I would agree with that. I feel like there's a difference for sure. Um, I think that now if a guy says, hey, you know, I really like, you know, maybe I get my hair done every two weeks or I get my hair done every three weeks or I get my nails done every three weeks. If he wanted me, if it was important to him for me to, uh, up the regimen and instead, you know, go to getting it done every week or something like that, then I would feel like if he wants me to do that and I can't really afford it myself, then that may be different for him to pitch in and say, okay, well, I'm going to, 
you know, since I want you to change what you do already, then I'm going to pitch in and, and, and help you with that. I mean, it's it's not something that should be mandatory, but I feel like if that was a, that's a situation I can think of where, you know, okay, you want me to do something that's out of my routine that's going to affect me financially, then I could see, you know, getting a guy to pitch in for that. Um, regarding the needs, I think that is a different story, um, especially when children are are involved. But, you know, hopefully it doesn't have to come to that because, you know, you should you should feel like your significant other. You can come to them if you need it. But like mm-hmm. Ray was saying earlier, it should just be that situation where you're two mature adults that you can come to him and say, hey, you know, I'm a little short. Can you help me out? Versus right. you're using it frivolously. So. Okay, okay. And, Crystal, um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong if a guy wants to treat a woman to getting their hair done or her nails done or something like that. But if for any reason he doesn't want to do that, does that really have anything to do with sex? I mean, should you not want to be in a relationship with him rather than just feel like you should just cut him off? Well, you know, no, I don't, um, for me personally, you know, that doesn't, it's not something that I would like require that he must do or whatever. Um, and even like like I said, the bills aren't required, quote unquote. But um it does say a lot about this person I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. So and um you can't also you cannot always depend on the fact that the person already has money and, you know, has a nice car, has a nice job, has whatever, that he's going to um, help you anyway, or be there for you, or you know, be thoughtful enough for gifts or whatever, because some men are just stingy, and that's the worst kind. Yeah. <laughs> that you know, that's worse than somebody who just don't have no money or he's making ends meet the best way he can. That's I can forgive that better than I can forgive somebody who I know has money, and he's not you know, helping me or even it's not even about helping. It's like he's not even doing anything. He's not bringing me gifts. He's not taking me out. I mean. My rule is I can take care of myself, you know, but the purpose for you in my life is to entertain me, okay? And so, you know, when we're dating, I mean, where's the entertainment? You're not taking me out? Well, where are we going? What are we doing? You know, so so it just depends. But, no, doing my nails and stuff like that, I can do that myself. I mean, it'd be nice if he wants to do it. That, that's an extra right. little bonus. You know, maybe you get a little bonus, you know, in the bedroom for that. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, oh. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. So should you. So whatever you want. But not for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, so, Ray, I, I, I'll go to you on this. I mean, um, so... I mean, based on, on on what Crystal is is saying, I mean, well, she she threw the word for she threw the phrase in for free, which is not a favorable phrase I would use, I guess, given the, the discussion. But I understand what she's saying. But um, Ray, I mean, how can we, I guess, change the mindset as far as when it comes to relationships and money? Uh, because, in all honesty. Anytime you inject money in anything, it goes bad. 
All right. It doesn't matter if it's relationships, business, politics, whatever it is. Once money becomes synonymous with whatever the situation is, things go bad. So, I mean, how do you change the mindset and let people realize that relationships are about more emotions than it is finance? Oh, you can't. You can't change the mentality. Like the young lady said earlier, you know, a lot of these girls, they don't have fathers and, you know, they don't have positive male role models in their family or in their life. So, you know, it's harder for them to understand that. And I think, you know, the, most of these females are talking this, you know, they handicap. They're walking around with broke legs and, you know, you can't be no crutch for them. You know, and I just think that it's not, no problem if someone needs help or they need assistance. That's not the problem. But, you know, nowadays being older versus being in your 20s and all you're seeing is older girls praying she five, she got two kids, but, 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 but you can't see past all that ass. Instead of saying, okay, let's let's check all this out. All right, what's all this going to cost? You know, every time she get on the phone, she, oh, my car won't start. Um, they get ready to turn my lights off, this and that. No, 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 no. I don't call you to listen to nothing like that. If you got all them issues going on, you got a little too many issues going on for me. Go out there and get you one of them sugar daddies. Don't mind spending some money. Now, to each his own to what people like, but I'm just speaking for myself and a lot of other guys out here. You know, you work hard, take care of yourself and everything else. Now, there's no problem with getting help, but a girl talking about, oh, you got to get my nails done and you come over here and you ain't brought no food and, you know, and what you over here for and this and that. Okay, I go get me a seat that's working, got on TV set, no mind sitting on the couch watching Netflix, and we talk, we have a good time, or I go out and take you out some time, you take me out some time. That's the way a relationship's supposed to roll. Not, oh, I'm needy, so I need help. So I take any sucker who's willing to spend a little money and take care of me because I need that. It ain't because I really like you, it's because you're going to pay some bills over here. Nah, my dudes are all right with that, but I'm not. So, you know, my thing is I leave that alone. Let somebody else have that. I'd rather have something else. I'd rather have somebody got a little more independence, a little more respect for themselves. Okay. Okay. And and independence is the key the key word here. And and Doctor Fab, um, I mean I, I as a guy, I I wouldn't want to date a woman who's broke. Because, you know, I don't want the problems that come along with it. So I understand a woman not wanting to date a guy who's broke. Um, and I think that does kind of get lost in translation. It's, it's completely understandable because I'm a firm believer if you're, if you're broke, you shouldn't date. You know, that's how I honestly right. feel. Um, you shouldn't even be in a relationship if you're, if you're broke. But, I mean, I guess a lot of people get hung up on the the independence. A lot of people say I can take care of myself. I can pay my bills. Yet, a lot of times, those are the people that are complaining. So, I mean, if you're independent, I mean, should you be worried about someone else's bank account like that? No. You shouldn't be. When you're busy taking care of your business, that's all you should be worried about. 
And at the end of the day, after you have done what you're supposed to do to take care of you, all you need to do is just relax and enjoy yourself and unwind. And I think that people really miss miss that. They misinterpret, and that's why I'm so glad you're doing a show like this because people really misinterpret um, independent, um, uh-huh. self-sufficient, um, women who are of substance who deserve someone, a man, that is equal. And people really, really get that um, misinterpreted. So um, I hope that tonight we're able to shed some light on that to let them know. Because I've dated all kinds of men, and I have helped men, and this and that and the other. But preferably, I need somebody to add and enrich my life more than what I have done. So... I don't care how you get your money, as long as it can benefit how or enhance how I'm living and uh-huh. hopefully how we live. So I don't discriminate, and um, I don't mind helping to encourage the men who cannot meet my standards so they can do better because I can still be their friend. But I'm just telling you what Dr. Fab needs. I need everything to flow, and we just enjoy life. Cause I don't. I can be by myself, like you said. If I'm mm-hmm. not, if I am a woman, because I have been there, and I'm speaking because I've been there. I have been an adult, going back to college, financing my own education, did not date because I felt that I was not in the position to date. Right. Because I feel if I'm dating someone, I can tell them, baby, I'm taking you out tonight because I don't have a problem with that. So when I graduated, got out of school, got a job that can afford, then I started dating and then Dr. Fairway never had no problem with that because I can, you know, lavish the men in my life with gifts just as well as some of the things I expect. Now, I don't expect no man to get my, my um, nails filled in because I can get my own damn nails filled in. Actually, I can do it myself. But anything that I like, I expect. Well, I know, well, I have men that provide that for me, and that makes okay. me happy, and they know I'm happy, and I do the same. I do whatever it takes to make them happy. Okay. And uh, Boss Lady Eminem, I'll get to you in just a second. We'll go back to Sherry. And, and Sherry, when I listen to Dr. Fab and, and Boss Lady and Crystal and some of the things that they're saying, um, I still think it's a it's a different message than what I'm getting from the lady that was in the video. Um, now, I guess you can get some of that from that if you have that type of perspective. But, I mean, what do you think the average person, maybe the average young woman, 19, 20 years old, what do you think they got from that video if they watched, um, you know, if they watched it? Well, 
that if a man can't bring you no money, you don't need to be giving him none. If he got good sex, you know, he look good, he got it going on. If he ain't got no money or no coins, as she said, then she ain't interested in even entertaining him. I mean, he could be an upcoming millionaire or somebody, but because at that point he doesn't have the money to give her when she needed or what she needed for, she's not interested. So I think it's sending a message to basically um, get some out of it. If you have a sex, get some out of it. Okay. And if you're having sex, get something out of it. Okay, I got to skip to Eminem right quick. I promise I'll get back to you, boss lady. If you're having <laughs> sex, get something out of it. Eminem, oh, yeah. I mean, Perfect all right. Segue. <laughs> when a guy hears that, you know how, how we operate and which way we're going with that. Um, if you cut off sex because someone isn't giving you a mo- giving you money, does that essentially, by legal definition, make you a hooker? Uh, yeah, by definition, because I have no problem with hookers. I love them, but uh, <laughs> uh, I I I, uh, I benefited greatly from hookers, man. But uh, and, and for the ladies calling in, you know, I ain't a John. You know, of course, there's nothing wrong with being a John, but you know, um, I like uh, you know, merchandise of women. You know what I'm saying? At one time, so uh, and I think you know. Prostitution be one hundred percent legal, and uh, I know quick. You got a lot of people to get to, but, but yeah, yeah, it in, for yeah, yeah. Essentially, thirteen bill thirteen thirteen opens up that ultimate filter, which allows prostitution to be one hundred percent legal. Therefore, what's left over is a perfect relationship for the few people who's not either hook or John. You feel me? Okay. All right, I definitely know how you how you approach that. And boss lady, I'll let you, <laughs> boss lady, I'll let you get back in the mix on this. And um, boss lady, if you had to send a message to young women out there of all um, ethnicities, you know, from ages seventeen to twenty five, and if you had to send a message to them regarding relationships and expectations of a man. Um, how would you do that? If you had to redo this whole video, how would you present it? Um, well, actually, I do speak to young women. And what, I, what I'm telling my daughter, who's 15 today, and, and other young women her age and a little bit older, is, first of all, to know your worth. If you know your self-worth, then it's just certain things that you're going to allow into your vortex and it's certain things that you're going to keep out of your vortex. And with that said, if I let my daughter listen to the video and my son listen to the video, and I told my daughter, you, what, I think a lot of people are missing the point, well, I think, from the video. What I took from the video and what she was saying was real talk to me, and I explained it to my daughter as such. No, you you are not a prostitute because you you know you don't have to sleep around with many different guys. But the guy that you do decide to sleep around with, make sure that they have something to offer you. Now, if you have a table in your in your home that you can sit down, prepare a meal, and sit down to eat at, then why do you want to go to a young man's house and have to sit at his mama table or his baby mama table? So if I'm telling my daughter the same shit I'm telling y'all and what I would tell other young women, know your worth. You are a queen. Set your standards. Certain shit you don't want to deal with. And at the end of the day, all you left with is wet sheets, 
and no and, and no money to pay your bills, then that's not the nigga you need to be having sex with. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Amanda, I'll let you chime in. Do you agree with the message? Um, I pretty much agree with what she just said as far as, you know, you you basically have to have a guy that's bringing something to the table. It doesn't have to be that he's, you know, uh, financially, literally paying your bills or anything like that. I think that you want a guy who wants something out of life and is working toward that. He may not know exactly right. where he's trying to go in his life at that moment. doesn't mean you need to drop him. He he may not get right. it together. I mean, if you guys are especially the younger you are, I mean, it's so many times that you think you're going down one way and another opportunity will take you a different way. You shouldn't look at it like that. But I agree that you want somebody who has the same values and goals as you do. You don't want to right. be a woman who's out here working hard or you're a younger woman and you're a college student or you're in high school and you have plans on going to college and your boyfriend, you're so in love with this guy and, all he wants to do is hang out on the corner and drink and play PlayStation or whatever. That's not the guy for you because he doesn't he doesn't share your goals and your ambitions. So that's the type of guy you want to walk away from. It might be a guy that he may not have any money at all, but he's in school, he's, you know, working a part-time job, trying to pay right. for his books. That's the kind of guy that you want to say, hey, let's, let me give this guy a chance. He may not have anything right now, but the investments will come later. So I think it's... A lot of times people look at it, oh, what are you bringing to the table? And they're looking for a physical amount right now. No, you have to look at it from what this guy can bring you in the future also. So I think that you have to look at it as you can't look at it as literally the dollar amount that somebody's going to bring you because if you're doing that, it's like Eminem said, it's basically prostitution. Right. Okay, okay. And Sherry, um, we'll get ready to wrap things up, but – Sherry, as far as well, I'm going to have to get with some, get back to something Crystal said earlier. But as far as everything goes, as far as the message of the video, as far as what everyone's saying tonight, um, is maybe the problem is that people are having sex with people they know are broke, and maybe complaining afterwards, or maybe they're not getting taking the time to get to know someone before they realize that they're broke, you know, and then having sex. I mean, because to me, it's like, how can you get in a situation where someone who may be good in bed but is broke, how can you get in that situation to where you had sex with them anyway? I mean, should you know enough about a person's situation before it even gets to that point? Exactly, and that's where the, the, mis- the, the disconnect is. People are not asking the right questions when they're getting involved with people. They're just getting involved and then situations come up and they're assuming they got something because they see they have a, a nice car, some rims, you know, some clothes. You know, so there's guys who are who make just enough to take care of themselves <laughs> and are dressed in polo every day, but that's in their budget. So because mm-hmm. they're in polo and, and Mercedes and things like that don't mean they can, they can take care of a, a woman. So it's, it's good to know. I mean, I, I don't casually date, so when I date someone, we already spoke about what we're going to do, what the tri- the plan is, how we're going to get there. If things fall off the track along the way, that's just because we just it just didn't work out. But I'm not going right. to get into a casual relationship and then, especially with children, you know, when I have kids. But that's just 
the misconception is people are not really putting out there what they want, and then they get involved in situations, and then they have expectations because, okay, well, you should want to give me something or help me out because we're having sex, and then when it's not done, then that's when the bitterness, like the lady was saying in the video, rolls off their tongue because they feel that men are just trying to bring sex to the table and not do anything for them. Right. And although a lot of women would like for a man to step up and say, you know, I saw your brakes, your brakes are squeaking, I'm going to get you some brakes, or look like you need, um, your, I see your cables cut off, I'm going to go ahead. You know, that's different. But just expecting that to happen because you're having sex, that's a little bit far-fetched. You can expect somebody to be in a relationship with you and want to help you because you guys are on a path to something together, but just what that video sounds like to me is someone she's just out here just dipping and diving with dudes and the ones that can and can't is how they weed themselves out or how they stay. Okay. And, and Crystal, I kind of agree with that too. I mean, if, if, if you, you know, lay down with a broke dude and then you get mad because he's broke, then it's kind of on you, I guess. But I mean, if you're dating someone, Crystal, and maybe he starts off, buying you nice things, taking you nice places, and then after you have sex and then he stops, then that's completely different then, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So, you know, no, 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 no. And I understand what, you know, she was saying about, you know, sometimes we get digmatized, and that's what I'm talking about on my Thursday show. But we get, you know, we we look at this guy, we see him across the room, and you're like, damn. <laughs> and so you get with him, and you like it, and you start dreaming. And a lot of times when you're younger, you tend to do that, and some older women do too, in their 30s and 40s, you know. Right. But you start dreaming about what you want after you've already gotten with him. And see, with men, men don't think like we think. Right. They think once I have sex with you, and depending on how fast you have sex with me, determines what's going to happen for the rest of this. Exactly. So if that's how you're going into it, then you need to do one of two things. You need to make sure that you're getting, you know, it's going to be sex and that's it and you don't expect anything else, which, of course, as we know, that's a very hard thing to do, even though we try sometimes. That's really hard to do, male or female. But, um, yeah, we, we get involved in things and we don't fully see, um, fo- think them through. We don't fully um, understand what we just got into. So, yeah, you do have to be disciplined about certain things. And sometimes that comes with age, though. But by then, you know, <laughs> you know, other, after all of your other kinds of in and out of failed relationships, you know, it's it's hard to to feel good about it. So you you do a video like girlfriend did. You know, you're pissed. Right. You're like, damn. But you you do have to think about it. And that's what I would say. That's what I say to my daughter who's in college. And that's what I would say to any young girl. And I like what the young lady had to say earlier. Is you do have to know your worth. And that's the key thing for a lot of young females. We don't get taught that. And you know, father figure or no father figure. I mean, sometimes you just don't learn that. Because um, you you may be expecting every guy to be like your dad, and they're not, you know. So 
you have to um, you have to know your worth, and you have to be careful when you get involved with someone. And yeah, you lay down with fleas, you know. There it is. All right, all right. Well, I think I think that was real talk when you said, especially about the fantasy. I liked how you how you um, added that in. That made a lot of sense. And we're gonna have um, one more thirty second sponsor, and then we will wrap up this topic. Um, then I have one more thing I want to discuss, but. Uh, Quick ad from inkdeal.com. Love, a four-letter word that caresses the heart and embellishes the soul. But if there's any embellishing to be done, I suggest it be done with a stunning piece from inkdeals.com. Show someone how much you love them with a dazzling piece from inkdeals.com. The magnificent jewelry at inkdeals.com features genuine Swarovski elements, from standalone pieces to matching necklace and earring sets. And shipping is free in the continental U.S. and throughout Canada. Begin your search today at inkdeals.com. That's incdeals.com. Thanks to InkDeals.com for being a sponsor of the Top Q Radio Show tonight. All right, get ready to wrap things up um, on this particular topic. I do have another topic to get to. I don't know if um, Sherry, if you, Dr. Fab, Boss Lady, or, or want to hang around for the last topic, but you're more than welcome to if you want. But um, Sherry, I'll let you put a bow on this thing as, as far as when it comes to relationships, sex, and money, um, I definitely think that some people have the wrong approach to it, and that's where the problem lies. Uh, people have the wrong mindset going into it. Like Crystal said, they may see something and like it and think, you know, that the person's balling out of control or something when the person isn't. Um, or, you know, they may get sucked in by this or sucked in by that. So um, I'll let you just kind of put a bow on everything and finish up the topic as far as what people can do to avoid being in a situation like this, because it essentially from the outside looking in looks like prostitution because it's kind of like a pay to play sort of deal, but it really doesn't have to be that approach. You're right. And it's it's not really the act. I mean, the, the, the title of prostitute and of being a prostitute, it's just the act, you know, it's exchange of money for sex. And when you have those expectations that, oh, wow, whoever I'm kicking it with, whoever I'm dating, they're going to have to make sure they can give me some money. It's it's a difference in how you swing that verbally. You can say that out loud to somebody and sound kind of ratchet, or you can have it in your head and say, I hope this guy will be able to, you know, look out for me if I need him to. So just to make sure that we're going to discuss that or we're going to discuss where we're going. And if we're not in a relationship where we're going to be in a relationship where those expectations or those um, never those desires to help one another are not there, and it's a waste of time because it's just an STD at that point, something to do. And something to do, <laughs> don't pay money, they take money. <laughs> so that's something you just need to kick to the curb and let, you know, unless that's what you want to do. Like the boss, like I said, sometimes a side dude or a jump off – it's needed for the time being. You know, maybe you right. don't want to date. Maybe you don't want to be out there. So, you know, with that, if they bring over a beer or a blunt or whatever they want to bring as a party favor or a spirit, and that's what they bring to the table, and that's what you accept, and that's what you do. But for those who are looking for something more concrete and serious, getting into a situation where you're going to need something from somebody, because once they tell you no, it's pretty much a done deal. Right. You know, especially if I have kids and you know my life and I'm coming to you for the first time in three years we've been together, 
yeah, I got a bond, something happened, can you pay the license? You tell me, no, you ain't got it, and I know you got it because you've always had other stuff. Then I might look at you crazy, not where you want to be with you because I'm going to lose respect for you pretty much. But okay. it shouldn't be an expectation or entitlement. It should just be a mutual agreement. And if we go out, I pay, you pay, you bring the Groupon, I bring the restaurant.com, whatever the situation is and the understanding is. That's what makes things work out a little bit more better because once money get, invo- get involved and people become disappointed by someone not delivering, then their relationship starts to dwindle down anyway because you're looking at that person sideways thinking, we ain't going nowhere because you ain't got my back today. Okay. And, and boss lady, I, I think that um, one of the key things that was mentioned that she just said is something that Crystal stated earlier that is different from what the young lady mentioned in the video. The young lady in the video talked about broke guys, right, who had nothing to bring to the table. But um, I can actually see someone getting upset if someone has the money and doesn't want to do it for you. Like if, you know, if you on the verge of going behind in your house note or your rent or something like that and you all have a relationship, then that is a different feeling for someone who has it and just doesn't want to give it to you, right? Yes, that is a different feeling, but obviously she's been running into a lot of guys who just think that all they can bring to the table is good sex. Uh-huh. So, and it is those it is it's those type of men out there who will who don't want to do nothing but have sex with you. They don't want to help you out. They just want to lay up with you. And I think she was saying that women shouldn't deal with those type of men. Like it's those type of guys out there. And for people to think that is not, then it's just oblivious to me because it's some men out there that don't want to do nothing but screw you because they got right. good sex to offer and they think that that good dick is a pass. So I think she was warning women to not not to deal with that. I don't think she was in any type of way saying, I'm a hoe and I need you to get my nails done. But if I'm laying up with you, I don't get my nails done. But if I'm laying up with a guy, then we've already we already reached some some level if we having sex and it's supposed to be something more than just sex. That if you see my nails needing to fill in, then you do need to offer me offer to get my nails done. If you see I need my hair cut or I need my, my hair done, then I'm not gonna have sex with a man that's not going to offer that to me. Because it is some men out there who will just have sex with you and that's it. They'll see you struggling, and they won't try to help you because they think that they sexing you up. That's enough. And I think she was speaking to those men that may not apply to any men on this line, just like it may not apply to any women on this line because women, you know, they won't, they have, it's a difference between a want and a need. But at the end of the day, get your broke ass up. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I gotta be honest with you. You lost me on the hair and nails, but everything else, I kind of fell in line with you all. But I mean, I, I I get what you're saying. I just I don't agree with the with the wants more so than the necessities. But uh, I think that if you're with me, it doesn't matter whether it's a need or a want because I'm going to be there for you, whether you if you need it or you want it. I think that that doesn't matter whether it's a need or a want. If we're in a relationship, then we should be being good to each other financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, period. I mean, All across the board. That's understandable to a certain extent, but if you're an independent woman, why aren't your nails done and why, aren't, why isn't your hair done? 
at the end of the day, if I done paid all my bills and I don't have enough money to go get my hair done and I'm having sex with a man who sees that I normally get my hair done or that I keep my hair a certain type of way, I don't think that makes me a gold digger or a prostitute to not want to deal with a man who can't even help me sustain the level that I'm already on. I... This, well, Ray, what's your take on that, man? I mean, I don't know if that makes her independent. No. I mean, how can you be independent if you can't take care of yourself? And if, if you're independent, if you're independent, but you're in a relationship, then there is no more independency if you're in a relationship. Relationship is bartering. We doing for mm-hmm. each other. I'm giving. I'm bringing something to the table mentally, physically, financially. Mm-hmm. You should be bringing something to the table on all on, across the board. I'm with you on that, but at the same time, if I'm going to the barber shop and I'm paying for my haircut all the time, I shouldn't have to get nails and eyebrows and toes and. All that stuff. If you go into the barbershop okay. all the time and you with a woman and, and, and y'all on that level, why she not why she not paying for you to get your hair cut sometimes? Because that's not a responsibility. Right. But it's not a responsibility. That's what I'm saying. It's not a responsibility. If you are in a relationship then and you 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 with somebody, why does it have to be your responsibility and my responsibility? Relationship oh, does not equal independency. Relationship does not equal to a day. But if you turn around and say, "Hey, listen, you know I need my hair done. Can you help me out with this?" Really? If, if, whatever so, I need so or I want, I'm going to ask for it on Friday. What you do with your money? Okay, but see that being that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You in a relationship with a man and a woman. There is no independency when you're in a relationship. Okay, if I got a woman I want to take care of, I'm a marry her. Right. Yeah, I agree with marriage. Mm -hmm. It's a man and a out there. It's women who don't have sex with their husband because they ain't take the trash out. So what are you talking about? You want to marry her. If you in a relationship with somebody, you in a relationship. There is no independency in a relationship. See, it's not, you can't say marriage. A marriage is a piece of paper. If you are committed to somebody, then you committed to them. This is what the problem is today. People want to make a relationship out to be more than what it is. A marriage is more than a piece of paper. It's legally binding. A relationship is just words and mouth. I can tell you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But it don't mean nothing because it ain't written on nothing. If I am in a committed relationship, see, at the end, my, my view on marriage is totally different because a marriage, to me, once the covenant and the commitment is over, the marriage is over. I don't give a damn about that piece of paper that, that the state says, whatever the state says. See, the marriage starts with the commitment and the covenant. Hey, I hate to go here, but the Lord go care about it. They do. The state cares about it, too, because the, the state determines who gets money when you're married. If you're in a relationship, there's really not a determination of who gets well, what. That's why I'm still married on paper, but I live my life how I want to because I don't, I'm not going to give money to the state to tell me what I can and cannot do when I can take that money and do for me and my children and 
the man that I'm married to on paper, he feels the same exact way. All right. So when I'm in a committed relationship, that means that I'm seeing you, you're seeing me, we've entered into this committed relationship, we're not dating other people, there is no independency. Okay, okay. I I, I don't agree, but I, I can I respect your yeah. opinion. Um Sherry, you were gonna say something? No, I just I just can't grasp that. It doesn't make sense to me. But you know works for me. <laughs> That's why she's the boss lady. All right. Um let me go ahead. I was gonna talk about Bruce Jenner, but I'm gonna I'm gonna table that for next week, I guess. And um, so I'll go ahead and get final thoughts from everyone. And Sherry, if you don't mind, I'll save you for last. But um, I'll start with um, Amanda. Great show tonight, Q. Um, I enjoyed what everybody had to say. I think there are some differences of opinion with um, certain things, and you know that's that's to be expected. You know, that's what the show is all about, everybody expressing their opinion. But I think at the end of the day, you want somebody who's there for you, and you know that, you know, if you're in a bind, they'll be there for you. But I'm not looking for – I wouldn't be looking for a guy I was dating to, to do what a husband would do. Um, I feel like, you know, that's – I think that that's the big difference. You have to have standards, of course. You have to not just fall into bed with anyone and do things with people that, you know, just – just to be doing it, but I, I don't think that a man paying your bills means that uh, means that he, you know, I don't I don't equate that to oh he's more of a man because he does that or that's a requirement for him because we're having sex we're having sex because that's what we want to do together. I'm not giving you sex and you're giving me money. If that's the case, then I could quit my job in corporate America and just be a prostitute. So. You know, I feel like there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. But, you know, I really enjoyed everybody's opinion, and uh, I look forward to the next show. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. And Eminem? Oh, man, great show. Uh, fantastic guest. Um, man, I don't even know where to start. But, of course, I start where I normally go with relationships or whatever. But um, I, I think, uh, you know, I listen to different things everybody had to say, you know, in in, in, in each in everybody's own right, you know, yeah, it was some validity basically every comment. But my thing is this went from a from 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 a, what's expected of a woman, I got the ultimate ultimate respect for a prostitute because see one thing that one thing about a prostitute is the most uh, honest woman on earth. Because it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? The problem with these women that want to be independent and shit like that, see, you can't turn around and say you're independent, but then you got a fuck buddy because he got a good dick. And then the next dude come, he got to be equally yoked and have a certain amount of money. See what I'm saying? You know, the standard got to be across the board. So, um, and I think a lot of times with, with young chicks anyway, they get confused on that because usually the, you know, the, the neighborhood, you know, dude is throwing the dick. He done got your ass pregnant. He done got the chick down the street pregnant. And now you got all these fucking babies. And now you're going to fill in the dude that's trying to halfway have someone with a bunch of bullshit. You know, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. And, you know, I expect this. 
Nah, hell nah. I don't hear that shit. You done fucked that up. So uh, I think more women should seriously seek prostitution. Uh, I think that's the ultimate way to salvation for half of America. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the most honest way of life. And it works out better for everybody. Write your congressman. Write, write your local senator. Sure. And tell them to pass Bill 1313. Get this shit cracking. All right. I appreciate it, man. And let's see. Uh, boss lady? Um, let's see. Great show, great show, Q, as always. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I think that for all the people who um, want to be in a relationship and still be independent, but you want to have sex, then when you do get married, what are you what are you doing different with your husband that you was not doing while you was in this relationship? I, that's what I don't get because you're still fucking. So what's left for you to get to your husband? You didn't date a piece of the man you was dating for free. So uh, no money, no honey, and that's how the boss lady sees. <laughs> Strong finish, boss lady. Strong finish, Doctor Fab. Doctor Fab, you there? No, she be in and out on the spices, so. <laughs> All right, I'll try to come. I'll try to come back to Doctor Fab, Ray. Yeah, you are a great show tonight. You know, everybody had an interesting things to say, but um, you know, for my opinion, I just think that you know women should be more particular with who they sleep with or who they, you know, giving themselves up to. And the problem with a lot of Females, I mostly speak black because that's what I know of. And, you know, they like a, a fish in the water. You throw the same hook out there, and they all jump on that hook. I mean, you got a clean car, you got nice clothes, you got some money in your pocket. They react different. They don't want to sit down and have a conversation to find out who are you, what are you about, what are you what are your goals? And by the time these questions come up, you've been fucking for two, three weeks, two months. Then the dude don't care if you don't like his responses because he already put his shoes back on. Mm-hmm. And you can go around in circles and say, well, I'm an independent. I demand this. I demand that. But you got 70 niggas under your belt by the time you're 25 years old. So ain't too much respect with that. And, you know, people, you know, might think my cousin's being funny, but he's not being funny. He's serious. You know, it, it is prostitution. But they don't want it to be classified like that. Just tell, tell us how much it costs. Now you got to say, damn, do I want to pay the $75 or do I want to walk out the door? You know, okay, if I can pay the $75, I pay the $75, get up, you've been paid, do know what it was, you know what it was, but you define yourself as a prostitute. A prostitute is saying, you know, that's what I do. I know I'm a low-down, dirty whore, but I make my money. You get females on the street, you call my name, they want to fight and all this and that. Okay, well, it's not even me. Some of these chicks got 10 niggas under their belt this year. So 
ain't nothing else to call it but prostitution. Thing is, it's just everybody do what they want to do. They're going to come out the way they want to come out. They're going to keep having kids, no fathers, and they're going to keep catching these diseases and keep uh, getting pregnant by guys who don't work and stuff like that. And it's just going to keep being a problem. Meanwhile, the good guys are going to go to some of these other races and get some of these other girls, and people going to be on TV mad and, you know, like the chick blowing up on Kendrick Lamar. Like, Kendrick Lamar, give a damn about what she's talking about. But these are the reasons why some of these things happen. And, you know, I, I can go on and on, but it was a great show tonight, and we need to have more topics like this. You know, I didn't come out with a lot of screaming and hollering night because I wanted to be heard, and I know it's a lot of people on. And, you know, I think everything went well. Everybody sure. have a good night. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And Dr. Fab, one more time, you there? Okay, okay. I guess she had to drop off. And um, I'll go to Crystal. All right, well, um, first of all, $75, that's it? I would say it's important. That's the hell? All right. going right for some head, I think. Oh, man. All right. I had my whole thorn for 35 because the prices are different area codes, I guess. But anyway, um, the bottom line is, why would you be with anybody who doesn't support you? And okay. support goes beyond money. Mm-hmm. It goes uh, into wanting to make sure that you are all right, someone who has your back. And that can be financial, which a lot of times that is the the bottom line of what's going on in your life sometimes. Um, it may be where a woman or man has spent all their bills, but they're still stressed because now they don't have any money. So they don't have anything. They can't do anything or whatever. And if you see that, what's wrong with um, saying, okay, well, I will do something extra for her or whatever, just to make her feel good. And, but that's, that's a relationship. You know, we've all had talking about men under your belt. Yeah. Yeah, there's men under my belt, and so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, if you don't got no men I under your it. belt, then you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you know, if you have, there's been situations where literally the only currency the guy had was that he was fine as hell, and ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, ain't nothing wrong with that every now and again. You know what I'm saying? But. For a female, all you have to do is know your worth, whatever that is. What is your worth? What do you want? If all you want is a movie and some roses and whatever, then that's fine. Then go out with whoever you want to go out with. But if you want a little more than that, then you search for more than that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman saying, I'm not going to fuck with somebody who can't give me what I want. Whatever that is, it's the same thing that men do 
Except for men don't want shit but sex most of the time. Even so, satisfied. So out of that, <laughs> you know, everybody will be trying to get something, okay? Uh-huh. Everybody's trying to get something out of the relationship, whatever it is, whether it's sex, money, companionship, whatever. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with being honest about what you want and what you don't want and what you're going to fuck with and what you're not going to fuck with. You know, once you know that, then you can live your life. Everybody's not the same, and everybody doesn't have to live under some little umbrella. And just because a woman hasn't had sex or has one or two guys under her belt and then went off and got married, that's great. That's wonderful. But everybody's Mm -hmm. not like that because a lot of us live in the real world. And the real world doesn't work like that. Five dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> you <Yeah>, said five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I appreciate right. that. Not him, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Crystal. And uh, thank you, Sherry. I appreciate you joining the show, Sherry from the. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Priceless Minds show. Thank you for staying up late with me. Um, I'll let you shut it down with your final thoughts. Okay. I heard a lot about self-worth, and that's important, but self-worth is usually preceded by self-respect. When you have self-respect, you don't allow a lot of things through your threshold of your door. A lot of people who are not supposed to be coming through your door wouldn't even make it to your doorstep with self-respect because you're more selective. You Just like... Um, What's her name? Erica Badu said, I pick my friends like I pick my fruit. You go to the grocery store, you check everything very thoroughly for for bugs, everything. I do to people in my life like that, not just men, everybody. Because <laughs> everybody, I don't really trust that easily with people because some people, you know, if I don't know you, if I'm out of my natural element, then, you know, I'm taking precautions. But when you have self-respect, that's, you know, the follow-up, well, that that goes with self-worth, and you don't let them kind of things in, which means you don't put yourself in positions to have those kind of discussions or conversations like the lady did in the video because the people you're meeting, you guys are talking, understanding on a level where, you know, this is what I expect, this is what, you know, not expect, this is what, you know, if this happens, I will hope you would do this. If not, then we're going to have problems. And it's all in good favor to weigh out Burdens. If no, if you you know have problems with baby daddy stop paying child support, whatever the issue may be, you might need a couple of twenty dollars or a bill paid or something. This person can absolutely do nothing for you, but is gone home and kicking it with you. Either he gonna stay in that kicking and mold, or he gonna get kicked out. Because I don't need another burden, another situation, another issue, right, on me. So, you know, just basically just, you know, sweep your, sweep over your threshold, make sure that nothing passed by there, not, not supposed to be by there, and you won't find yourself in situations where that has to be a conversation or a thought in your head. I need somebody to pay this bill, pay that bill, do this for me if I'm giving them sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cracking up all evening. <laughs> Well, Sherry, I definitely appreciate you joining the show, and I hope to get you back in the future. Yeah, I really enjoyed it very, very much. 
And I definitely have plans to get the spices back on um, as well. So I appreciate it. I just want to throw out, um, there's not a show tomorrow, but there will be a show on Thursday covering the NFL draft. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern when the draft starts. So be ready for that. Um, Four shows next week. Sunday and Monday is zone coverage at 9 p.m. We're going to cover the NFL draft recap on Sunday night and the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight on Monday night. And then next Tuesday and Wednesday in the normal scheduled show. Um, As far as my take on the whole does sex equal money when you're in a relationship type of thing, I think that um, I, I think that the mentality causes a problem. Okay, I mean, even if you think it, I think to say it really causes a problem because if a man knows that money is the only way he can get sex from a woman, then he'll manipulate and disrespect that woman. I mean, see rappers, see athletes. Okay, um, from a man's perspective, I think that ladies should expect a man to bring something to the table. However, if you establish that it takes pay to play, then that makes you equal to other women out there, all right? That kind of lowers you to the rest of the playing field because sex is something that is shared. And if a man feels that money is the only way to get sex and that many women have that mindset, then why would he stop with you, all right? Anytime I have to pay for something, I shop around for the best deal. It's it's, it's natural. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. All right. I so love that it, could man. That's, that could that's mean real who, shit there. <laughs> that could mean I'm going to shop for who's the freakiest. It could mean that I'm going to shop for who makes the best lasagna. It can mean anything. You know, if you make sex a commodity, then why should I be expected not to play the stock market? Don't make sex a financial thing, and we can avoid all that. All right. So that's just my my take on it. You know, from a man's perspective, if women view sex as a commodity, then a man's going to play the stock market a lot of times. Okay, so um, I'll go ahead and wrap things up, and I just wanted to mention one other thing and kind of get on my soapbox a bit about what's going on in Baltimore. Um, I mean, you know, the, the riot is going on, and I almost feel compelled to give my two cents. And right now, the country is focused on a city that's being destroyed. That's it. No one's talking about how a man died and the police role, if any, in his death, just videos and photos of rioting. Now, I've stated numerous times on this show that I'm against rioting, and I said that I didn't agree with rioters tearing up their own cities. That was back, you know, during, like, the Trayvon Martin trial. Since Trayvon Martin, we've had Victor White, the guy in Louisiana who um, allegedly shot himself and killed himself while he was handcuffed in the back of a police car. You had the situation with Eric Garner in New York, um, John Crawford in Ohio, the guy that had the pellet gun at, at Walmart, uh, Michael Brown, of course, in Ferguson, Ezel Ford in um, L.A., who was shot while he was laying face down um, on the concrete. The 12-year-old boy in Ohio, Tamir Rice, okay, who got shot and killed holding a BB gun, all right, after someone who called 911 said that they thought it was a toy gun. Um you have a guy in Phoenix, uh, Remain Brisbane, who was a um, unarmed, and he was shot to death when police mistook his bottle of pills for a gun. All right. Now, um, all of these 
investigations are either pending or maybe there are no indictments. And now we travel to Baltimore, Maryland. My stance is I still don't condone rioting, but for the first time, I kind of understand. I understand that people have reached a boiling point. You know, too many unarmed black people are dying at the hands of cops without investigations that make you feel the slightest of bit of confidence that, you know, they at least tried to seek justice. Now, do unarmed white people get shot by the police? I'm sure they do. They probably get shot more than black people because there are more white people than black people in the country. So the odds favor that. However, the media doesn't report it when it happens. All right. It's not going to get the same reaction in the ratings as an unarmed black man getting shot. Now, those who know me know that I'm not one to complain unless I have a solution. Was everyone that I named um, just a few minutes ago either that they either commit a crime, tried to run from the police or tried to resist arrest? Just about all of them did that. All right. At least one, if not all of those things, not all of them, but just about all of them. However, that doesn't give the police the right to shoot them like dogs in the street. However, for those who did either one of those three things, they do have some responsibility in what happened. Now, I'm not talking about the wrong place, wrong time type of victims. I'm talking about the people who had the opportunities to comply and chose not to do so for whatever reason. My solution is, if you want, if you simply comply, then you may get a chance to live. You know, Ice Cube said that um, he would rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. And there's no sense in being right if you're dead right. All right. Next, the police, the ones who are sworn to protect and serve. I know that you all are scared. Okay, if you're scared, then quit. Policing is not for you. It's just that simple. Learn how to take subjects down without your gun being the first resort. There are too many weapons from rubber bullets and salt pellets to pepper spray that you can use to take people down. Even if someone runs from you or even swings on you, you still don't have the right to kill them. All right. They may they may deserve to get roughed up. You know, society may even be better off if you get rid of them. But that's not up to you as a cop. That's up to a jury. Okay, so don't play Judge Dredd out there on the streets. And lastly, the media. You took a city of 400,000 black people in Baltimore and painted the picture that every last one of them is burning the city down. Let's be honest, all right? Out of that 400,000 black people, there may be, what, 500 rioting? To be generous, let's say there's 1,000 rioting. Don't act like .0025 of the black population is representing all black people, Fox News. There are a lot of people trying to peacefully protest, yet they they seem to escape your cameras. There are Twitter photos taken by white people of white people looting convenience stores, but those photos don't represent what the media wants conveyed to the public. As long as black people are portrayed as the boogeyman, the more a cop will prefer to shoot one rather than take a chance to see what his real intent is. We spent days watching videos of cops versus black Baltimore. People are criticizing rioters. People are criticizing those who are criticizing the rioters. No one is asking the question, why are they so mad? Why are cops so scared? Why is Freddie Gray dead? I'm guessing some of my listeners didn't even know his name. Thanks to the award-winning Indie Offer Truth Devour. Get wanting on Amazon and visit truthdevour.com. My thanks to New Legacy, sustainable, affordable living that stands the test of time, and to inkdeals.com, short for incredible deals. The company's goal is to offer consumer a range of products at unbeatable prices. My thanks to my guest, Sherry, Two-thirds of the spices of life that chimed in, my show legends, tweet chatters, 
The upcoming show can be scheduled can be found at talktoq.com. If you want to hear more, then go to iTunes and search for me or just Google T2Q. Have a great night. Peace out. I'm not even playing the music tonight.